new sweats. Uh. Working hard, got two jobs, Friday night, but thank you Lord, just two checks. It's two checks, two checks, yeah. Game of spades, being a flight, I'm talking 10 straight books, you got damn right, now who's next? Just off my table. Who's next, who's next? Yeah. Huh? I don't dance a boogie, somebody tell a DJ, put on my song, we grown and we want a two-step. We want a two-step. Uh, that's, that's the new flex. That's the new flex. Yeah. Two-step to this, two-step to Two-step. Everybody come on. <laughs> I'm always having technical difficulties, man. So, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Worldwide Crypto and Gaming. I'm your host, Dragon Rider, and uh, this is the Behind the Bullshit Podcast, where we have some raw, unfiltered, unedited conversations about uh, 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 different things in different industries that uh, that we uh, facilitate in. And uh, today, got a very, very special guest. He hasn't been to the channel in a while. Big welcome. Scott Herman. Yo! What's up, man? <laughs> I haven't been here because I've been actively avoiding you. Just be clear. <laughs> I don't, hey, hey I, every once in a while, I just, I, I send him a reminder. Hey, man. We, we, we <laughs> like, like, delete. Try again next time. <laughs> but man hey you know i really appreciate your time and effort you know i know you're a very very busy guy man it's it's a lot of things happening especially right about now you know things are getting crazy especially with the markets going and stuff like that and uh yeah i just wanted to catch up with you and uh i think we're gonna get some a little bit of background on on who is scott herman and how did he get to the point he is today so uh <laughs> I so mean, uh, like, uh, you want the long version of that story? <laughs> version of that story? Well, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of people that is, I didn't uh, I only I found out about you through, um, uh, you know, the crypto industry or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? And uh, mm -hmm. but you also are a big fitness guru. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, uh, before, you know, just trying to get a before you got into, you know, uh, doing the, the the fitness thing and and actually making content on that and stuff like I mean, were you always a fit guy? Oh, yeah. Um, I've been into fitness since I was 12. Oh, wow. um, I when I was young, I was actually believe it or not, I was very introverted when I was a kid. I feel like a lot of people when they're they're really introverted as kids, when they become adults, they're not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And um you know, I had a lot of friends and, and everything growing up, but when I was in like second grade, I moved from um, Lawrence. Uh, well, my 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 dad still in Lawrence, but my my mom moved to Salem, New Hampshire, from Lawrence, just like a twenty minutes, but it's from Mass to, to New Hampshire. Anyways, uh -huh. I went to I was going at a new school, um, and I was just getting picked on a lot by other by some of the bullies, kids that were bullying me, and I was really into comics and anime and video games and stuff, and. I just thought, fuck, man, if I could be jacked like Superman or Captain America or Wolverine was like like my absolute favorite when I was a kid. Um, yes. I was like, I could just beat the shit out of these kids. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also like in my head as this like, you know, however old you are when you're in second grade, um, 
you know, I was like, I could protect myself and my friends because some of my friends were very introverted too and getting picked on. And, you know, that, that would make me angry. So like, I yeah. remember like, I literally have, you know, push up bars downstairs in my home gym that are older than probably most people listening to this podcast. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cause I was, um, I did wrestling. I remember being like eight years old and at wrestling practice, we would have to do like push ups and sit ups and like all these things. Yeah. And I asked my dad to buy me push-up bars so I could take them to wrestling practice so I could use those when we did the push-ups because I wanted to be stronger than all the other kids, right? Yeah. Um, and then they just kind of, you know, my uh, – very quickly, my, like, anger from getting picked on and training turned into, like, a passion. And I just started to really fall in love with fitness. And I, I idolized – like, I never really idolized sports figures. I didn't care. Um, when I was a kid and all my friends were like, Oh, you know, so-and-so from, you know, in football or baseball or soccer, I'm like, congratulations, your heroes can play with balls. Uh, yeah. mine, mine can fly. Mine can save people. <laughs> mine have powers, superpowers. Mine are jacked. My heroes are real. You know, like yeah. my heroes actually do shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very, I had tunnel vision when I was a kid. Like I had like, I, this is the way I thought. And that it was just the way it was. Yeah. Um, so like, that's why game, like gaming and anime and fitness have always been a big part of my life. But, you know, being a nineties kid born in 1984, I mean, yeah, yeah. There was opportunity in gaming like nineties and early two thousands, but not like today. Yeah. yeah so, not at all. you know, fitness and gaming were always my, like my entire life i've always done as much gaming as i have fitness it's just fitness paid the bills right so that's what i leaned into um to establish myself and establish a career and be able to do the things i want to do but never stopped gaming or watching anime or buying comics or anything like that yeah. uh, and two and a half years ago when i got into crypto and i just i saw this opportunity to do something in gaming that hasn't been done before i just kind of thought okay well this is my chance. Like, this is my chance to do something with my other passion. Not that I stopped doing the fitness stuff. I still upload yeah. content and I have an app and then my website and programs and all of that. But like, I've been doing that for 13 years, you know, let's do something new. Let's, and who knows? Like my goal, honestly, is I want to bring fitness to gamers. Cause a lot of gamers yeah. are like, they have to exercise or else it, it affects your gameplay. It affects yeah. your cognitive abilities. It affects your, you know, your ability, uh, your endurance when you're, if you're doing a long stream, like you have to have, be in shape, you have to exercise, you have to yeah. train your body. Right. So yeah, they call it touching grass nowadays. You yeah. Get out and touch some grass. <laughs> Before jog, breathe in, like open a window, breathe some fresh air, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Fun, and, you know, fun fact about me, uh, I, I also wrestled in school. <laughs> what was your, what was I your... was a lot skinnier though, man. I was... <laughs> what was your signature uh, move? Oh man, uh, I loved uh, I loved doing uh, the, the 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 arch. So, but you know, I forget what it's called because like I said, it, was, it was thirty. You know, I, I wouldn't say thirty. It was what 20, 25 years ago. So, <laughs> so basically, you know, uh, like somebody tried to pin me down, and I and I'd br bridge. Oh, That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I'd I'd bridge out because I I built my neck up like really. It was like man I, I was very proud man yeah. <laughs> and i'd bridge up man and I, i'd kick over dude and you know it would surprise a lot of people the way i, I would be like just kind of explode just out explosive. of it. yeah 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 man yeah <laughs> wow man. 
<laughs> and now, also now you you under you understand now we're gonna have to wrestle like uh oh <laughs> better better bring your your shit to the to okay. whatever event you be, if 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 you see my name on an event as a speaker you better best your ass i'm gonna come in I'm gonna fireman's carry, throw your ass on the ground, and let's I'm gonna go, baby. I'm gonna hit you with my signature move, which is the cross face cradle. Okay, get ready. Okay, <laughs> bro. I used to, I used to cross face cradle, right? So, like, you know how when you do that, you cross, you like hit the nose, you yeah. shove their head into their shoulder, and you grab the tricep, and then you try to yeah. lock up. If they wouldn't let me lock up, I would just smash their face off the mat. <laughs> and just break them down and then i would eventually lock them up and that was it so wow <laughs> that's awesome man uh you know uh also you know i was into uh i was into comic books i man, i had man i had a trunk full of comic books i'm talking about stuff that i still had in the plastic and everything uh uh cards I, man i had so many marvel cards that i wish i had all that Dude, stuff i got today. all mine they're right there in that binder you jelly yeah definitely man because I, I don't you know through uh just just not you know paying attention through life and stuff you know it's i i, I end up losing a lot of that stuff along the way and uh i wish i still well, had the good it today, news man. is you can buy a lot of that shit cheap on ebay because every like grow all the shit that people collected in the 90s and 2000s, that was kind of around the time where everybody started collecting. Yeah, like but man, I had some nice ones, bro. Like uh, I had a uh, I had a really, uh, really immaculate uh, the when the, the Superman and Doomsday came out. Oh, you had the still, white the white package and the black. Yeah, the package. white package still. I mean, still pristine. I'm talking about the package was inside another yeah. package yeah, inside a. I remember. Yeah, man. <laughs> I have all that shit. I get at my mom's in the attic. I gotta wow. bring that shit down to Florida. I had a uh, man. I had. I don't remember what it was now, but I remember one of my one of the ones that I really, really kept in pristine condition, man. And I wouldn't bring it out, man. It was a really old Spider Man. I don't remember what issue it was, but I just threw roundabout, you know, with you know some of my other friends trading them off for for different cards and stuff like. Because I also played Magic, so you know it was like, uh, you know. I had some really nice magic cards and people would want those and stuff. And I, you know, through, you know, I was sixth grade, you know what I'm saying? We just trade stuff off. Like it was nothing, you know what I'm saying? But you think back and you look at, at the, the industry now with the, uh, especially with, with trading cards, I seen some magic cards going for thousands upon thousands of Dude, dollars. I got to find my magic. card. I, I did. A, I like to use a sliver deck when I played. So I had, yeah. like, I had like the sliver queen and I had this artifact that if I got, both of them on the board it was like it created infinite slivers and i just fucking win it was hard to do <laughs> you had to do some Yu-Gi-Oh shit and believe in the cards right yeah <laughs> believe <laughs> you know it, it, man, it's just it, it's amazing to know that man because you you never know uh you know unless unless you, you know the person you never know how much of a nerd they are you well, know what i'm saying you know, it's <laughs> It's funny you say that because obviously with my background being reality TV and fitness, right? Like, you know, for those of you listening, you know, my YouTube fitness channel, Scott Herman Fitness, 3 million subscribers. I was yes. the first first person to do fitness content full time in 2009 after I got off of uh, the real world Brooklyn on MTV. 
which was, you know, a, a real big turning point for me because that introduced me being on reality TV introduced me to like being on camera, which led to YouTube. Right. Um, I mean, my my original videos, you guys should watch a couple. I'm like awkward as hell. Um, just, you know, getting comfy in front of the camera. But those videos, I guess over 700 million views on my across my videos on my channel. Wow. I was the head oh. trainer for Lionsgate for a while. I did all of their movie integrations like wow. set like central intelligence. We did a bunch of stuff, expendables, um, day after tomorrow. Like, it was great. Um, so how, how'd you get, how'd you get into, to, into the real world though? I just made a video, sent it in. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, so, uh, so you went, so you went from, 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 from wrestling and sports and stuff to on to, you know, like what, what made you decide to do that? So <laughs> I became a trainer when I was 18 years old. Okay. And I had a bunch of clients and one of my clients, his name was Scott, Scott Propowski. He had a um, company called photos in a minute. And so remember, I'm like outside of Boston was where I grew up. Right. And so he was always going to New York doing all these photo shoots. So his business was basically like he would do these big parties for like um, all these big brands in New York. And like, I remember we did like the Sopranos after potty. Like it was crazy. Like he had all these connections and all these things. He would bring his booth. And then the tech that he had was you could take a photo and then it would just print it right there. It's called photos mm -hmm. in a minute. So don't know okay. how a lot of times like you would go to a potty and you know, they'd be taking photos and then you get them later or have to download them online. Right. You just yeah. print it right there and take it. So the business was, was popping. And I would go with him all the time to these events um, because he needed help carrying all the shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So um, he would take me all the time to New York. And I won at one time. He did like a contest for men's health for best abs on the East Coast. And I entered the contest. Um, I was just, you know, obviously we were there. Right. And yeah, yeah. I ended up winning and I won a modeling contract in the city. And then I got. I was in I was in the 2008 issue of Men's Health magazine with a full pullout poster, and then they also had um, you know the contest like best abs in East Coast. Yeah. So anyway, that I have to tell that story because my other client, her name was Holly. I, I trained her for a few years. She had you know she kept telling me like I need to go on TV because I have a personality, and I was like no, uh, and and she wanted me to make a real world casting video, and I, for like six months I was like no, like that shows. Like dumb as fuck. I don't want to be there. Um, but I did have interest in doing the challenges because of fitness, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, anyways, I win this best abs and he's coasting, and and she's like, make a video, make a video. So just to kind of shut her up, I made a casting video. My friend Ed was actually a filmographer, right? And so we kind of did the video, and I showed my life and like where I went to college and like my job and at the very end of the video. And I was like, Oh, by the way, make sure you pick up this month's issue of men's health magazine. Cause I have the best abs on the East coast. Right. So like, I just, yeah. threw, and of, of course I'm going to make it to round two. <laughs> Cause everything in life, you know, is a stepping stone. Like everything, yeah. every opportunity you have, like be so happy and thankful that you have that opportunity, but never be satisfied. Always be looking for what's next and always leverage your success to more, to get more success, right? Be humble. You can be yeah. humble and still do that. So, um, I submitted the video and then like, I don't know, dude, it was, a, it was a while, like six or seven months later, all of a sudden I got a, I got an email like, Hey, you made it to round two. And I was like, what the fuck? I go, what, 
I go, I never submitted a video to a show. <laughs> I just for, I forgot yeah. about it. And then anyway, so uh, second the second audition was like a packet they sent you and you had to fill it out like a questionnaire. And so I just had fun with it. I would just give like silly answers to stuff, right? Yeah, I remember yeah. I remember one of the answers they asked if um if you had Aladdin's lamp and had three wishes, what would you wish for? And I remember I wrote superpowers, money, and then I said, uh, if anybody ever watched the Disney series Aladdin, they would know that after he set the genie free, the genie stayed and they hung out and did cool genie shit all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah. So I would set the genie free, right? These are my answers. It's just like, I didn't care. I didn't care if you yeah. show, right? And then the third interview was like a Skype call. Then the fourth interview was in person. Fifth interview was in person. And the sixth interview was in person as well. So it was like a process to get on the show. I got more stories that I can tell about that. Maybe we'll save for another podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> almost got arrested like at one point because... It just, I mean, have, have we all at that age, though, you know? <laughs> I didn't do anything wrong, though. Like, but what's funny is, like, on the fifth interview coming home, I got arrested. Um, so basically, okay, I'll just tell the story. I'll try to tell okay. the short version. <laughs> One of my college friends, Lily, lived in um, lived in L.A., and I was in San Diego for Ursa. It's like a fitness convention where you like get, cause I was general managing a club at that point. Okay. And it's like a convention where like you get equipment or whatever. And so I hadn't seen her for a while. And I was like, Hey, I'm like, I'm going to be in San Diego. She goes, Oh, I'll pick you up and drive you to LA for your interview. It's like, okay. She picks me up. We're like halfway there. Her car breaks down. And it's a brand new Audi, like brand fucking new Audi. And I'm like, what the hell? And she's like, you know, I don't know what's wrong with the car or whatever. And I'm like pushing this car down the fucking highway. And people in LA are such douchebags. Like not one person stops. Like literally wow. I'm pushing the car in the breakdown lane. <laughs> like you see me, you fucking see me pushing. No one person stops. And then in LA, all of the off ramps are uphill. So, like, I get this car halfway up. And the reason why I was pushing the car is because we called for a tow truck. Uh-huh. But the other side of the highway was just, like, like bumper-to-bumper traffic. And I'm like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be late for my interview. And I'm like, shit. So, I'm trying to push the car to, try to a gas station because I thought the car was just out of gas. Yeah. Because she's like, well, it said I had 60 miles left. And I'm like, well, it says you have 60 miles left, but depending on where the the fuel pump is and the gas meter reader is you know maybe the gas isn't reaching the fuel pump right yeah <laughs> which ended up being the problem so the tow truck finally arrives i call i'm like hey i'm gonna be late my car broke down puts puts the the audi on a tow truck drive to the gas station up the street put gas in the car we're good to go so we arrive there and I do the interview and they're like busting my balls and they're like, Oh, you were late, whatever, whatever. And I'm like, so I tell them the whole story, which is like good. Cause yeah. they're seeing me animated telling the story. Right. And then when I got there, they had my men's health magazine on the table. Right. Like, I'm like, you guys really think I wasn't going to notice. And it was funny. Cause I flipped the magazine open and it, I just happened to flip it open like right to the page with my poster. It's kind of yeah. funny. So you think I wouldn't notice this shit, right? <laughs> so anyways, uh, to go back to San Diego, I took the train. And I'm so freaking tired. 
And I'm like, I just want to go to bed. We're staying at like the Marriott Hotel. And I could see the hotel from the train. And I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to put my iPod on. And I'm just going to run as fast as I can in the direction of the hotel and go to sleep. I'm not going to call an Uber or a taxi. Like, I'm just going to run as fast as I can, get there, whatever. Yeah. Apparently, while I was adjusting my backpack and putting my headphones on and everything, people thought I was loading a gun because they're dumb. So as soon as the door opened, like I literally, as soon as the door's wide enough for me to leave, I bolted out of there, like hauling ass. Uh This this is like 23-year-old Scott. So like I was hauling serious ass. I make it halfway. All There's like seven cruisers come out of nowhere and like stop and out with their guns pointed at me. And I'm just like, holy shit. (laughs) immediately arrest me like don't even they just like arrest me some state hey, hey what was it one of those they like tackled you down ah put your face in the in the no <laughs> they just i was just like hands up i'm like what what <laughs> so and so the cops arrest me um i'm standing there and they're like patting me down and the guy's trying to take my backpack off it's like it was like a one a one strap backpack like a sling yeah. He's like yanking it. I'm like, bro, you're going to have to take the handcuff off if you want to remove the backpack. Like, it's not going to magically pass through my handcuffs. Yeah. Right? And so he takes it off and then he's checking my bag, you know. And then they tell me, like, oh, somebody called saying someone matching your description was loading a gun. And I was like, okay. You know, <laughs> I wasn't, and I wasn't a dick or anything. I was just like, just let it happen. So they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, job interview. They're like, okay. They like they do all their stuff, and yeah. And then after they were finally done and realized like I had no gun, uh, most of the cruisers left, and one cruiser stayed. And there was a, a girl, a girl cop, and a guy cop, and and he was like, "Hey, like, thank you for for being so cool. Uh, most people just get really pissed off over stuff like this." Yeah. And I was like, "Dude, like, you're just doing your job. I'm tired as fuck. I'm trying to get to the Marriott Hotel. Like, I'm just tired." And he's like, "Oh, we'll give you a ride." I was like, "Sweet." And so he's like, oh, what job, you know, were you interviewing for? I was like, well, I was actually on my fifth audition for the real world. And they're like, that's so cool, whatever, right? Yeah. And so um, they put me in the back of the police cruiser, which is funny. And so, like, we're driving down the street, and Superbad just came out. And I'm like, you guys, can you turn on the lights like Superbad and just, like, blow through all these? They're like, no, we can't do that. We'll get in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) So they they bring me to – they br- oh awesome austin what's up awesome, bro? austin what's up homie so they they bring me to the hotel and then they like let me out of the back and people are looking at me like what's going on <laughs> right yeah and then i just you know do my thing and so then they call me back for my sixth interview which is the final interview and uh, i get there and i sit down across from the lady and she's like busting my shit heard you were late for your last interview I was like, shit, you want to know what happened after? <laughs> so I fucking like, I tell her the entire story. And then she like stops me and she's like, listen, you haven't blinked for five minutes and you're freaking me out. And I, her name was Sasha. I was like, how does it feel to be on the nervous side of the interview, Sasha? <laughs> That's how I got on the real world. <laughs> That's, that is awesome. <laughs> 
Hey, because I tell you what, a lot a lot of people would have probably handled that differently, and and you know, like especially me at that age, I was kind of a hothead. So you know, it, it was uh, it, it would have been one of those make make the situation worse type thing. <laughs> yeah, they haven't worked for that. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? Like, I've been at literally at gunpoint. If you just chill, and you didn't do nothing wrong, and you just relax if you're relaxed they're relaxed if you're pissed they're gonna be antsy right yeah yeah well it didn't do shit i don't know what i did <laughs> Diffuse the situation <laughs> oh man i, I think uh, uh the one time i got uh well the one time i did get arrested was uh, uh i was uh i actually missed out on a uh on a dui because uh i was uh street racing in in savannah and oh, uh boy. yeah they uh it was actually like part of a sting they were trying to just they were just catching street racers and i ended up getting because that was around the time you know fast and furious was huge oh and, yeah and everything like that and uh uh i got pulled of course i got pulled over and and uh there's like yeah we need you to blow on this and i'm like trying to so he's like no nah, no nah, you need to blow and i'm like <laughs> fuck is a fuck it you know <laughs> he was like yeah, sit your ass down right there. You uh, you ain't taking this car home. You <laughs> they put me in the back of this, they, and they actually had a paddy wagon. So they, they had the they paddy wagon. The, yeah, oh, they put yeah. me in the back of this thing, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit, ah, oh, shit. And and I was in the service at the time, so um, I was like, man, my CEO is gonna be pissed. You know, my you know my squalor, he's gonna be. Oh man, I'm, I'm just gonna be. You know, they we, we called uh getting smoked. So basically, they they force you to basically uh uh exercise to your puke type thing. You know that that you know push up, sit ups. You gonna run through some rain and all kinds of shit. But um uh, uh, I got there. I got to the uh to the police station and I was sitting there. And and one of the the police officers, he was sitting there talking to me. He's like, "You in the service?" And I'm like, "I'm like, yes, sir." You know, and this and that. So I'm sitting there. And next thing you know, the MP showed up. And I was like, "Oh." damn so mps took me back to base so they let the instead of giving me a dui they let the mps take me back to base and of course i still got my i still got my punishments you know <laughs> but that was that was my one big run-in you know what i mean but you know if if um hey man life is life is full of lessons it's, a, it's yes how, it was how you take your steps forward that make the difference right yeah. We, we've all had our our fair share of bs growing up we've all done our dumb stuff like for, i did a lot of dumb shit growing up with cars right and i learned a lot of lessons the hard way um yeah. now luckily tiktok and, and instagram wasn't a thing when uh when i <laughs> yeah, at least back then you couldn't get yourself in trouble by posting your stupid shit online yes <laughs> like that guy that guy he posted a video on his motorcycle he's like how to turn a one hour drive into 20 minutes and then he oh, posted yeah. on his tiktok and he was doing like oh 160 200 miles an hour yeah and they're like uh yeah you're going to jail yeah yeah they still arrested him oh yeah dude yeah. like we know who it was it's on your tick <laughs> like you posted the video <laughs> I love watching the videos of the street takeovers when people like yeah. are doing donuts and then like people get hit by the car and they just like fly across the street. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, do you really need to film it that close? Like they're out there filming the street takeovers, people doing donuts, and then you just see like 
the ass end of like a, a Camaro or friggin' whatever, or a Charger. Boom! Guy flies yeah. across. <laughs> and you're not going to report it because you ain't supposed to be there to begin with. Exactly. <laughs> crazy like that, all my man. evidence, all my evidence is stored right here. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, if, if you're going to take a video, just like, you know, save it on your on your external hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> Hide that shit, man. What are you doing? Exactly, man. So 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 you went from the real world and then um I guess is, is that around about the time your uh your YouTube channel blew up for your you know your fitness channel? I well I started my YouTube channel maybe like six months after the real world. Okay. Maybe not six, oh maybe. Yeah, because I moved to New York and I was living in the city, you know. I I stayed for like a year and a half. Uh me and a couple of my my castmates got a hotel because I was pursuing modeling and acting and all that stuff. Um, and I just wasn't really liking it. It's a lot of like photographers who just want to like touch your balls and shit. And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not about that. Um, and this is crazy because you, you, you hear about, I mean, well, especially now, man, it's like that, oh, that now it's all side of the out. industry is really oh, yeah. yeah getting exposed, man. You so, know, so you, you got to experience some of that. Oh yeah, dude. A lot of the photographers, you know, like you're taking you're taking photos for your portfolio and like i have a lot of people have my see my provocative photos on oh they're provocative it's just that they're racy that's what you need in your yeah. modeling portfolio but like you're standing there in your, in your underwear like taking a photo and they're trying to like adjust your balls and i'm like i can do that myself <laughs> i'm really good at it been doing it since you know i was like five when they dropped or whatever yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah dude because they're the gatekeepers of you know, you want this campaign? Well, you know, let me take some photos of you. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm not about that. So I'm going to do something else. Um, and then that's how I, you know, I YouTube was getting popular. Because remember, I, after the real world aired, like I was doing all these events. I was mm -hmm. doing like um, appearances. Like that was big back then where yeah. I would get hired to do an appearance at like a bar or a club or college and speaking engagements and all that stuff. So that was paying the bills while I was trying to pursue modeling and acting. But I just kind of found that I was better at being myself than, than acting and, and, and all that. So, and I missed, I worked in a gym my whole life, like 14 to 23. Right. So I just started missing like inter that interaction and helping people. And that's why all my content's educational. Cause I'm like, well, this YouTube thing is new. I can make videos and I can teach fitness to the world. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how it got started. Um, you know, it just it, it. A lot of people think, oh, you know, your channel blew up because of the real world. I, no, most people didn't even know I was on the real world when I was doing my channel. It was just a different time back then. Like there wasn't this cross pollinate. No. Like literally, Twitter came out a month after my season had already aired on TV. So I didn't even get to take advantage of that massive jump that the next season got from Twitter. Like the next season came out, every single one of those kids had like 80,000 to a hundred thousand followers, like instantly. Wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we got screwed. We didn't get that shit. <laughs> <laughs> we had to start at zero. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, what was that like, you know, going from, you know, getting your channel started from zero and then it just, you know, that, that, that explosion that you uh, uh, experienced. Like, like how did have that, you know, well, it's very similar to what I've been doing with wag me with, um, 
with our socials, uh, our kick category just hit a hundred and a uh, hundred followers, like 105 followers nice. now on kick. Um, and we're averaging like 30 to like 70 concurrent viewers for an hour when we stream on there. Oh, that's awesome. Oh yeah. How many other web three games in beta are doing that? All right. Maybe big time. Not a lot. <laughs> that's about it. Um, and you know, when I did YouTube every single day, you know, I would upload videos. And back then, like, there was no algorithm. Like, you just uploaded your videos, and it got views. Like, your subscribers yeah. got it, right? I would upload videos. Let's say I'm at a point now, at now where I have 15 videos. Well, I guess I was doing my appearances on the weekends. That's how I was making money to pay my bills. So Monday through Friday, I was uploading content, and then I would go back to video one, and I'd res respond to every comment. And so if a week went by, I go back to video one, there's replies. People ask questions like, hey, I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying to do this, trying to do that. I'd go back and I would literally have conversations like a thread with yeah. 30 different people on every video. Sometimes it'd take me nine to 12 hours to go back to video one and just check all the comments to video 15, then to video 20, then to video 30. And I just kept wow. going back to one reply 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 all day and then do the same thing over and over and over again and that's how i built my community that's why my community was so loyal to me because i was a real person i wasn't just on video i was in the comment section and like when you hit 10 subscribers you're like fuck yeah double digit yeah. when you hit 100 you're like yes triple digits then when you hit a thousand it's like these are huge milestones that you're hitting back then. And, you know, that was a big deal. You know, nowadays, if, if people don't have 20,000 subscribers in a week, they're like pissed off. It's like, dude, you don't even know the struggle. And here's the thing. N nobody wants to start at zero. Like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a guy that has 3 million subscribers on YouTube. I have 700 million views. Am I supposed to have my ego destroyed because when I started our kick channel, we had three people watching for an hour, right? Like most people wouldn't want to deal with that because they're like, well, yeah. I've already been <laughs> successful. Why should I humble myself and stream to three people? Well, cause that's how you fucking do it. Yeah. That's how you, that's how you build a community. Like, absolutely. Yeah. You're, you're, you're eventually going to have spillover from your other stuff. Yeah. But like we're in a total like, yeah, like I, the majority of my subscribers in fitness probably don't give a shit about Web3. Let's just be honest. Yeah. <laughs> they probably think it's, hey, a, it's scam. a scam. Stay away from Bitcoin. <laughs> but but I'm starting to notice more and more on my on my comments on Twitter and uh -huh. on the official Wagme page. More and more people are like, oh, shit, I watch this guy's fitness videos. They're starting to come over. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. This is a different 2024, especially, man. It's it's the 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 industry itself, man. It's, it's starting to make a big move to, to, the, to the public. Well, and I'll tell you another thing. I started my fitness content in 2009. A lot of the people that grew up that watched my content maybe religiously maybe they don't watch as much now or maybe they don't they don't train as much now cuz they grew yeah. up they literally grew up through high school and college watching my content 9 times out of 10 
when I go on meetings for WAGME, no matter what country they're in all over the world, they know who I am. And they don't make the connection until like 10 or 15 minutes into the meeting. Like, dude, wow. like, I think you taught me how to deadlift in college, or I think you taught me how to bench press in high school. Me and my friends used to watch all your videos when we were in high school. All those people grew up. It's like I found, it's like doing web three. I've like found my fan base from back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. It's full circle. That's, that, that's amazing, man. That's <laughs> everything's full circle. And I'll tell you what, I never sold out on my fitness channel. I never like peddled like diet teas or like, you know, people would, yeah. would ask, would want to pay me money all the time to push their products and like their shake weights and all their crap. And I was like, no, like I'm not, I'm not doing yeah, that. You, I don't believe you, it. You don't want to be there. Hey guys. Hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But, you know, you might think at the time it's a good opportunity for some money, right? Yeah. Fast forward 10 years, that credibility that I have, even though I'm coming from fitness, the people that know me, their, their um, impression of me is like, okay, this guy is legit. He's not a scammer. He's honest. He's good. To, he's always been good to his community. Yeah. And I liked him. So I'll listen to what he has to say now. Cause a lot of people don't know that I'm into all this stuff and they just kind of know me as like the fitness guy. Right. Yeah. They don't like, for example, um, I went to, uh, a, a, it's called Kameacon. It's a, like a dragon ball Z only, uh, convention. Yes. <laughs> and I wore my Broly cosplay. I have a legit Broly cosplay. Right. That's dope. <laughs> I'll show you, I'll show you the wig. I have it over here. Like that wig cost me like $300. Wasn't cheap. Nice. It looks legit. <laughs> and so I'm meeting like all these people and they, they start talking about like different animes and things. And I would start, you know, to join the conversation. And at one point yeah. somebody was like, Oh dude, we just thought you were just some guy who worked out who wanted to walk around with a shirt off. Like, <laughs> which <laughs> like I was a poser. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, no dude, I watch more anime than you. Like, <laughs> out of here. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you a funny story, right? So um, <laughs> I met this guy, uh, this black guy at the Kamehacon, and he was dressed as Goku Black with like the pink hair and stuff, right? Oh, dope. And so okay. we, be we became friends, and, and we were hanging out the whole time at the, comic at the Kamehacon, and we're taking photos with people, right? And <laughs> we were like walking down the hallway. We turned the corner, and there's like a whole group of people dressed Dragon Ball Z, and they're all black. And he looks at me and he goes, sorry, colonizer. You can't be in this photo. <laughs> <laughs> I just, just died. started dying laughing. Yeah. It was the racist shit I have ever heard in my life. But I still took the photo for him. I was like, all right, yeah. everybody get it. You douchebags. <laughs> hey, man, anime, gaming, there are no barriers. Doesn't matter what, what race it's you not, are, man. you're gay, straight, doesn't, doesn't matter. I love there, it. All that matters is your KD ratio and if you're funny. That's it. Exactly, man. Exactly. I, I love it, man. You know, because it's just one of those things like I wasn't, you know, I was never raised like I did. And I really wasn't even exposed to like that, 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 that there's a difference like that until like I got into the service, actually. 
And then, you know, it was kind of like, you know, it, that's when I kind of got that exposure. But man, you know, you know, growing up playing cards, you know, Pog, you know, all that stuff, you know, it's like nobody, nobody cared. Nobody said anything. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, just just hearing that, man, it's just I have. And it, it's been a long time since I've been to any any type of, of Comic Con or anything like that, man. And and, you know, that that just brings back memories, dude. I, I, I need to get back into that, man. <laughs> I mean, what's that's what's that's what's so cool about Wagme. You guys saw the 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 human emperor suit, right? That's like yes, a display, that thing is dope. The display this is just a, a display helmet right here. Um, um, we have mini ones too, so you guys can get. We're gonna be we're gonna be releasing the next two hundred and fifty of these probably like in a week. Nice. Um, but. You know, we just had MegaCon here in Orlando, and I didn't get to go because my friend just had to get married. Most important day of his life, <laughs> MegaCon weekend. There were so many people there I wanted to meet. Bastard. <laughs> it's a beautiful wedding, though. It's a beautiful wedding. Nice. Um, but I mean, part of part of what's so cool about Wagme is we have comics, we have anime, we have a game. We're not just stuck in this one category. It's called transmedia, right? Mm -hmm. So we can go to a gaming convention. We can go to a comic con. We have, you know, we can we can set up shop there and we can start to really mingle, interact with people that aren't in Web three. I yeah. think we're probably the only game, like mobile game, that is truly free to play. I mean, you got people you know, uh, trading their cards every single day. Every day you log into Wagme, you open up your daily chest and you get NFTs for free. Yeah. Um, as you win battles, you get chests that have a timer, like 16 hours. You can get four at a time. When they open, you get like four to five NFTs out of that, right? Yeah. Like truly free to play game. Um, and the in-game economy is booming. You guys can go to Token Trove. There's literally people buying selling trading cards you can see it happening in real time all day long right and these cards these are cards you can get for free so we have a system in our game you know where if you collect five commons of the same character you could actually burn those and create a rare and then yeah. five rares makes an epic and five epics makes a legendary so it's like 125 blue commons to make a legendary right yeah and you can grind the game and and play every day and and open up your chest and and finish legendaries before the season ends the season's like three months uh -huh. um but people are still like we just saw somebody buy a human emperor for like 500 bucks it's like literally a card you can get for free wow but not everybody you know doesn't want to grind or maybe maybe you grinded other characters and you sold extras and you bought the one you wanted like yeah. The in-game economy, like the true value of whether or not the Web3 game is doing well is what's happening with the community. And we're still in our, our beta, you know, soft launch. Like we're not exposed to the entire world yet. And we're seeing people buy cards, 500 bucks, $2,000. We had a, a legendary human emperor someone bought for $4,500. Now, if you're new to Wagme and you're listening to this, even though the seasons change, it's always the same characters. Like the characters don't change. That's that that's dumb. It wouldn't work, right? Yeah. So like the beta closed the closed beta variant cards as soon as we ended closed beta and went into preseason, 
which is what we're in right now, all of a sudden there was like a frenzy of everyone trying to scoop up the closed beta cards that were for sale to try to level up the rarity of those characters because you can't use a common closed beta human emperor to increase the rarity of a preseason. It has to be the same season, right? Yeah. But they can both still be ranked up to level 10 and be the same exact card on the field. So it's not pay for power. It's not pay to win. None of that stuff. And you don't even have to bring your cards to legendary. Like you can have a common a, a deck of all common cards and still beat the bricks off of somebody with a deck of legendaries. It's only like a yeah. 5% difference in power. What we're tapping into is what you were talking about earlier, which was the collecting. Like we just came out with our comic book variants. It's the same characters on the board, but it looks a hell of a lot cooler um, when the card is the comic book variant, right? Yeah. And there's things that we're going to do with the different collections. Like, you know, right now all the cards have the same like drop-in animation. What's going to eventually happen is we're going to apply like a cooler comic type drop-in to like the comic cards, right? So that when you're yeah. playing, you're visually also like you're seeing the card, what it looks like visually, but you'll see on the board visually too. Because that's what that's what we like as gamers, right? Yeah. Like you can't you can't fake. I'm I'm gonna be 40 this year. Let's say I started gaming when I was five or six, right? When I could actually know what the hell I was doing. You can't fake 35 years of playing games and watching cartoons and reading comic books. Like that knowledge is something that you acquire over time. Yeah. And it was so important to us at Wagme to make sure you know, that we have guys on our team that have built and delivered games. You know, a lot of people like, why haven't you guys globally launched yet? Like people are playing your game. Well, because the guys who have done it for 25 years that worked at EA and Respawn and Bungie said, we're not there yet. <laughs> and yeah. we're going to defer to them. Uh, we're close, super close. Um, we actually have a whole new user interface that you should be seeing um, in March. Like completely revamped the entire game. Uh, okay. we've been, well, we've been posting, if you guys follow Wagme Game Co. on Twitter, today we just posted the the upgraded uh, version of Talos, of what he looks like in the game. Okay. You know? Maps are redone, AAA quality with uh, this company, Roommate Studios. You guys saw the Founders Packs, you yeah. know, where we, we worked with GadgetBot to, to redo our six aliens and six humans. And it looked phenomenal, right? Uh, we're working with cr Marvel creators on our comic book, our next comic book which will be all like the comic, the anime and the game are all going to drop like at the same time. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Miss, you know what? You know, cause that's why I was trying to link you up with, uh, um, I don't know if you remember, I don't know why they just, just stopped responding to stuff, man. Jedstar, Cause one of their main artists was, uh, was an actual, uh, artist for the magic, the gathering, uh, cards. And oh, everything. Wow. So yeah. And I, I, man, I was like, man, this would be a, a, a solid link up man you know and I just, well, i'll probably I reach out to them um now that we're getting closer to launching because they you know they have a community and, and they, they're able to get users and things like that and yeah. we just weren't ready yet and i told i told them uh the guy at jedstar because i've i've been chatting with them um even before you introduced us that's how i knew them okay and i was just like you know we're not there yet right so yeah. Yeah. But that's dope, man. But so, so you know, we're gonna rewind it back a little bit. So, how how'd you go from from you know from the fitness guy and doing the you know your YouTube and everything to to getting into you know I know you you know 
you know, it, it, you know, nerding out a little bit, you know, like like me. But like, what 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 got you into this position to be like, you know, what I'm gonna start this company. It's gonna be called Wag Me. You know what I'm saying? Like like, how'd you get make that jump? Because you know, when I first got into crypto, um, I was making videos, as you know. Yeah. Because that's that's kind of like how I'm self taught. You know, even a lot of my fitness content got so much better over the years because if I wanted to put out educational content, I had to do some research. You know, back when people actually did research in fitness, yeah. now they just, here's my workout. <laughs> <laughs> hey, put on some, hey, just put on some spandex and just, just go do, you know, make a couple moves and, and, you know, that you're, you're a fitness guru, you know, your yeah. average fitness guru. I'm on steroids, but I'm going to pretend like I'm not and give you stupid fucking exercises to do that don't work because I need content. Let's not go down that road. Um, so I, you know, I was making my, I was doing my Scott Herman crypto YouTube channel. Um, and it was the bull market. So it was like really yeah. exciting. And I was, I was starting to meet like Ozzy Austin, right? Uh, yeah. your pop, uh, Zach Humphreys, Jake, jake rodney like all those guys you right yeah because a lot of a lot of them knew me from the fitness videos so i kind of just got like the door was open and i went yeah. through it and i learned a lot about about crypto really fast and you know metamask and wallets and safety and all that stuff and yeah i just kind of got to a point to where i saw gaming as the only thing that made sense like everybody had a DAO and everybody had governance and everybody had, you know, X, Y, Z bullshit. And I was just yeah. like, okay, my friends don't care about that. Right. Like how am I going to convince my friends to get into crypto and NFTs? And it was like gaming. And so wag me was already established when someone, you know, like I said earlier, when I started my fitness channel, I was very active with my community. I was always in the DMS. I was always commenting to people someone in my who's watching my crypto videos dm me on on telegram hey check this check out wag me they're doing some cool stuff yeah had i not been like that i would have probably just ignored the dm and not given a shit because you know i wasn't i was a douchebag but i'm not so i was yeah I looked at my dms <laughs> uh <laughs> like bro so i i don't you know dane cook right yeah so like yeah, he's, literally he's funny he's hilarious yeah he's from my area too i didn't know this until i saw an interview but he did the same thing i did with myspace and he basically one person at a time would thank them for following him on MySpace, and he would like you know get to know them. Like before, if somebody if a new follower followed him on MySpace, he would go to their profile and and like try to like see who they were, and he would write a personal like thank you to every single person. And literally, like he was selling out stadiums because he had a million followers on MySpace. He's the first person of a million followers. He'd be like, "Hey, I'm going to the stadium," and he would send a message to all of his followers, and they yeah. would buy right. And he's in the gaming now, and he's back on Twitter. He's like, this fucking DMs aren't open. I'm like, bro, you get like 10 comments a post right now because you haven't posted. Like, your DMs should be open. Yeah. Because I like I like him, and I want him to play my game. But anyways, <laughs> like, dude, open your goddamn DMs and, and respond to people. Like, 
he still talks about how he grew his shit by responding to people. And now he never, he never responds to anybody on his posts on Twitter. I'm like, you literally <laughs> not taking a page out of your own book, dude. Yeah. Well, you know, and, I, and, man, I, and I've, I've left them comments like, Hey, didn't you fucking respond to everybody on MySpace? Like, hit yeah, me but in yeah, the DM. Man, MySpace was a different time, man. There are so many trolls on Twitter right now, dude. It's, it's yeah, but it's, dude, he in, he, you know, he's reading his ten comments on a post. He could click my profile and see that I'm legit, right? <laughs> You're that dang cook. You dang cook. <laughs> well, because he plays Call of Duty too, and I like I'll play Call of Duty with him, right? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll bring him back. We'll bring him back. Um, <laughs> anyways, what was I talking about? I don't even remember. Just, just you know, uh, getting into uh, uh, wag me and you know. Oh hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. um, you know, a community member reached out to me, and I got on a call with um the original core four devs, and I was just so impressed. I was like, wow, these guys like know how to build. Like, I and our CEO came from a twenty mil uh sell of his previous company um he had the largest privately owned um uh lead generation company for the automotive industry called autotropolis like the guy is a genius when it comes to like marketing advertising affiliate management things like that um yeah. Khaled is our cto who's a blockchain genius like every, the reason why we're able to do everything integrate passport and everything works so smooth you know, when we migrated our token, it was one click and it was done. It wasn't any of that bullshit. Oh, yeah, liquidity, you know, whatever. Got, no, it yeah, all yeah. worked fine because Khaled is the man. Lewis is our um, COO. He's like the brains behind like the entire world that we've been building. Right. And Chris, yeah. at the, Chris at the time, you know, he was our CMO. He got us linked up with Google and all these other things. And only thing they were really missing was someone like me, a creator, somebody that yeah. understood, you know, not just a creator, but knows how to build a business. Like they, they saw what I had done in the fitness realm and um, they were like, okay. So I helped them mint out the first Genesis NFT collection in a week, raised like $1.3 million, right? Selling yeah. that. Actually, a lot of people, it was the first NFT they ever bought, like Awesome Austin. It was the first NFT he ever bought was the Genesis NFT. Same thing for Zach, same thing for Rodney, same thing for all of the other guys. Yeah. And everybody, you know, got on board with Wagme as a favor to me because I was really hyped and excited about it. And then um, yeah. after that first month of working with them, like it's like an influencer, me and my business partner, Costas, you know, and I've been working with Costas on my fitness stuff for 13 years. In fact, Costas started working with me on my fitness stuff because I started noticing some random guy answering people's questions who sounded very smart. And I DM'd him. I was like, Hey, you want to work with me? <laughs> That's how I met Costas. Like again, cause I checked wow. DMs and comments. Yeah. Dude, even, even my, my graphics guy who does all the wag me stuff. He's my guy for 13 years because he would comment on my shit and we became friends. Like I'm telling you people, Check your fucking DMs and reply Man. to your goddamn comments. 
Like, hey, and you know, I, me and uh, me and another guy was uh, was talking about that the other day. It's like you know, just show some appreciation for the people who who watch your content, who uh, enjoy your content, and also you know that 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 you know want to kind of share into that by commenting and and you know getting a response and stuff like that. Be appreciative of of your viewers. You know what I mean? Because you never know who you come across, and and this right here, you're, what you're explaining is is a prime example of hey, you know, you ain't better than nobody just because you get on the screen or whatever and you got to say you got a million followers or whatever that doesn't make you better than anybody hey show some appreciation for that and and you know interact with your viewers and yeah, right there i would see people at like the fitness events i would go to like the arnold classic or the olympia like making a video for instagram like oh, i love my fans so much as they're like hey fuck off i'm trying to make a video like yeah <laughs> <laughs> My fans are so great. Get out of my get out of here. Get out of here. I love my fans so much. Security. Yeah. Get out of here. This asshole out of here. I'm trying to make a video about how much I love my fans. <laughs> Dumbasses, man. That's why they don't last. That's why most people you see like a year or two and they're gone. Because they don't yeah. get it. Um, but anyway, so me and Costas were like, listen, we want to join the team as as founders we want to take this thing like we really believe in what you guys are doing and haven't looked back since then and it's it's been a long road um we're completely bootstrapped no vc funding you know we've done right we've raised money through like our token tax and our comics yeah. and our cards and stuff but like basically been working for free on the business for a couple of years and you know what that has done for us is focus. It's forced us to make sure that any decision we make is the right one. Like we do not have money to just throw at the wall. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. We, have, we have plenty of capital guys. Okay. Point I'm making is like, we don't have $30 million in the bank and just, we're just going to see what works and figure it out later. Yeah. It's yeah. like that's no, where we, a lot of that's where a lot of projects get in trouble, man. It's yes. like they're like, oh, let me let me this random, you know, telegram group, you know, VC, you know, this and that and giveaways. And there was one project, man, they were like they hadn't even launched. They was already given like doing like one ETH giveaways and shit. And I was like, Jeez. dude, y'all need to stop that bullshit. You're going to run out of money, you know, and then when launch comes, what the fuck are you going to do then? You know, and it was well, like they didn't listen and they they're not they ain't nowhere to be found now. You know what I'm saying? It's That's why, like I said, when I met this team, they all came from traditional businesses. If you don't know how to build and scale a business, you can learn along the way. Yeah, It's going to take a lot longer. You have to know how to build and scale. You have to know how to not like it. Like, you, like a lot of builders have builder FOMO. When they see all these other projects popping off and they want a piece of that, so you start like hyping up your shit, knowing you're still six months away from delivering. And yeah. then you just you get the pump and the dump, and everyone's like, oh, they're full of shit. They're not doing anything. I mean, if you guys really think about it, we were quiet for like almost a year. Like we had like little announcements yeah. here and there. We didn't really say much. We're just like we had our Wag Me Wednesday every Wednesday. You yeah. know, we have a really active Telegram, a really active Discord, and we're always like updating, but like we weren't posting super bullish stuff. We were just like, Hey, you know, beta here's gameplay. Here's, here's update. Like we're yeah. moving things along. That's how you have to do it. And then all of a sudden it was like GameStop partnership, open partnership, gadget bot partnership, you know, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Because 
like you have to you have to build all that up. And there, there's a few things right now that we've been working on for like the last four or five months. We've said absolutely nothing about. And when we drop it, people can be like, holy shit. How did I not know about this? Well, well, because we needed to get it done first. Yeah. And then a, a week or two before it goes live now. Okay. Now we're here. Now we're this. Now we're that. That's how you run a business. Also, yeah. like you should expect to make very little money. The first few years of starting a business. Like when I started my YouTube channel, I didn't make shit. I had to work as a trainer or general manager full time at my, at the club I managed closed the doors at 10 PM. And I was filming videos till one in the morning. Like that's just, that's just life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I get that. Even like, even myself right now, you know, I, I get up 6 AM, I get off work at, at four and boom, I'm, I'm at home, you know, making my posts and stuff like that. And then, you know, doing my little streams and stuff, you know what I mean? It, but you know, it, it's, people don't understand like how, how hard, uh, you know, the, the, the business life is man, you know, especially when you got two or three that, that you're trying to maintain at the same time at all as all that, you know, and, and also, you know, have, you know, family life and this and that, man, it's, it's, it's tough. It's, it, and a lot of people don't get that. They think, Oh, you know, these guys, they, they, they launch a project or they, they get in front of a camera and they just got it easy street. No, man, it's, it's a lot of, uh, 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 pain and hustling and, and strife, man, to, to, to make it to some point to where you can do some relaxing, you know, yeah. and it's crazy. And hey, but when you, when you finally get there, that's what makes it all worth it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So look, I, so the, you know the show's called behind the bullshit right so i always ask my guests all right so there's there's uh two sides to some bullshit that you experience that that either help or or they either help your 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 the progression of your your uh your personal growth and there's some that was just like it was just, just some straight bullshit i wish i wouldn't have went through this what would be one positive thing that you was like you know what this was some bullshit but you know it got me here so what I've learned in my life is that like things, things truly do happen for a reason. Um, there's been a lot of things in my life with business or, or relationships where at the time you're thinking this isn't going the way that I want it to. And you're upset. And then maybe like 10 years later, 15 years later, you finally look back and you're like, Man, if that one thing I really wanted to happen happened, I wouldn't be here. Right? Like when I was in high school, I was just like had no luck with chicks. Like they just, I don't know. Maybe I was weird. I don't know. <laughs> Thank God none of those relationships worked out. Let's just put it that way. You know, like it just you never know where life's gonna take you. And the, what I've also noticed in my life, anytime something happened that I didn't want to have happen, the more I tried to like focus on it and fix it and, and, and get mad about it, the worse shit got. When yeah. I finally just take a breath and pivot, that's when things got better. Um, okay. Specific examples. <clears throat> relationships is definitely one of them. Um, <laughs> in, in business, <laughs> you know, actually in business the the best example i can give and i i talked about this earlier when i read when i went on the real world i said 
I was excited because I wanted to do the challenges. Y'all may have noticed I've never done a challenge. So I got a call from MTV to do the challenge and you're gone for three months. Like you're in some like remote location, yeah. you know, and you're, you're filming. My YouTube channel had just started to take off and I had to make a decision. Do I go do the challenge and lose this momentum or do I try to establish a business that will be here for the long term? Cause you never know okay. what happens. Reality TV. Absolutely. I shit. I'm, I'm in great shape. I could get hurt in some freak accident. You don't know. Right? Yeah. As much as I wanted to do the challenge, as much as I really wanted to do it, I had to swallow, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't say pride, but I had to just like uh, not do that and do this because I knew you had to make an adult decision and be like, I had to make an adult decision. Yes. Yes. It's the best way to say it. (laughs) And I mean, looking back, I really wish I got another opportunity maybe later to do one. I don't know. Maybe I pissed somebody off, but they never asked me to do it again. (laughs) Ah, okay. And, uh, I've, and I know like the, the producers and whatnot. And actually the funny story before wag me took off, I had actually emailed them and I was like, Hey, like, cause like I got free time. Uh, I would love to do a challenge. They were doing the, we want OGs. I'm like, I'll come on there and beat all their asses. Like we're all the same age. I'm in better shape. (laughs) I'll just try to like talk shit to like get some, you know, and they actually, I made us, I made a video. I submitted it. They said they loved it and it just never, never worked out. And again, like that didn't work out, but now wag me is exploding. Yeah. So like a second time in my life, I was like, I want to do a challenge and then something else, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Interesting to think about. Right. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So, what? what all right. But besides, besides uh, a photographer wanting to cut, uh, cradle <laughs> your balls. Uh, Ask what would me be about my winner? <laughs> what would be uh, uh, one of your uh, the the negative was just like you know this is just some straight bullshit. I wish that that this hadn't happened. Some straight. Well, getting arrested. <laughs> some oh, bullshit. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was pretty. Some pretty uh, pure bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, that again, I could have I could have been pissed in that situation. Yeah. I had every right to be pissed. That story got me on TV. Yeah. One hundred percent. They probably everybody because everybody who was there watching me tell this story was probably like, "This fucking kid's insane. We need to get him on the TV immediately." <laughs> This guy has an amazing life. Let's put him. Let's this put him guy, in front of a camera. <laughs> controversy follows this guy. <laughs> and don't forget, I got I got wag me on the next crypto gem. I mean, the show didn't. Yeah, didn't, that was didn't, awesome. Didn't, yeah, I mean, the show, the editors on that show, like I found out later, they're like they we hate crypto people and crypto. Like, why the frig are you editing the show? Like. Some of the episodes were good, like our initial episode. Yeah. So episodes two and three, I thought were edited really well. And that was like our debut episode was episode two, right? They left so much good shit out. Like the editor was idiot, right? Not Justin. Justin is amazing. You know how Hollywood is. There's all these different editors. Yeah. Like episode four was um, the dinner, like the, the party 
where they put us in a room with a bunch of random people and we had to like mingle with them and they had drinks and alcohol. And at least they, they like I do, I focused on making sure I had a shitload of one liners so that they would make it into editing. Okay. And so like I'm standing there and we had just won the previous challenge and I was double fisting these drinks. And I'm the, the, the hostess Anne was like, She's like, oh, because Wagme won the last challenge, you know, they're going to get a, um, you know, a, uh, a gift for, no, not a gift, an advantage for this round. And I'm like, is it a third hand? <laughs> <laughs> just be, you know, just being cheesy. So, but, hey, but that was awesome. No, that, 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 that was, that was def- that would definitely have, been. When you're on TV, you have to be yourself, but you have to be like yourself plus 10. Yeah, because it's TV and you have to create moments so that you get camera time. Right. Yeah. Um, and what was so funny about that episode is like they the, what it what it actually was. The whole room was full of people. And a lot of those people were just regular people. And then there was a lot of influencers there. And so me and I immediately knew like, OK, we need to impress these people with our, you know, our personality and our, and our project. And so at the end of the challenge, they're like, oh, by the way, these are all influencers. And then they had a show of hands, like based on getting to know the teams, which team would you want to be an influencer for? And we we got like nine votes and the other teams got like two or three. Yeah. And then when they showed the score, they they like fudged the footage to make it look like the other teams got more votes. But they still showed us getting the most. Yeah. So the other teams are like six and five, and we had like nine votes, right? Yeah. And they literally on the screen show Wagme Games, nine votes, Vulcan Forge and Suka and DeFi, like less than nine votes. Yeah. And then they're announcing the winner, and they're like, Vulcan Forge is the winner. We're like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> wow. I, I think because we had won the first two challenges, it didn't want us winning all three in a row. Like, I don't know why they did what they did. <laughs> but it was a clean sweep. Literally a clean <laughs> sweep. And we won the fourth challenge, which was like a debate, but they gave it to Vulcan again. Like, and they didn't even show the best parts of the debate. And then of course the final episode was us having to do a presentation to BitBoy and the two other guys, and we called him a scammer to his face. We should have won the show just based on that alone. <laughs> Called him a scammer to his face like four months before all the bullshit came out about him cheating on his wife and, you know, stealing from his company and all that. Yeah. But again, it created some memorable moments. I mean, my avatar <laughs> to this day is me with my hater shades dunking on BitBoy on Twitter. That's why I have the hater <laughs> <laughs> Like, he thought we'd be afraid. He's like, I heard you guys are talking shit. We're like, yeah, we are. You charge 75K for a video. <laughs> Jeez. I'm in the wrong business. Well, I'm in the right business. I ain't got the right attention. That's what it is. <laughs> but that's well, crazy, crazy, man. man. But I'll tell you that one thing. Crazy. Wow. I'll, tell you one. I'll tell you one thing. I've met a lot of amazing people in Web3. Um, I've been able to, to really pursue my passion of gaming. Um, I've been reconnected with a lot of people, like literally talking to people in Singapore that watched my videos and helped them get into shape. Like I have been able to realize 
my dream of teaching fitness to the world by doing Web3 from all the people I've met from all over the world who wow. have told me personally, like I got into fitness because of you. And that's special to me. Yeah. And that means a lot to me. And I feel like the entire team at Wagme Games, myself included, you know, this space is very nefarious. Um, there's a lot of bad actors in this space. There's a lot of good, there's a lot of great people too, but let's be yeah. honest, like there's a lot of bullshit, right? And I feel like we have been able to prove over the last two years that there are businesses building and trying to do something amazing here Absolutely. and that are legit. And we're giving hope, hopefully, to the to other game builders in Web3, you know, that like you can make it. And what's funny too is in the very beginning, people would be like, you guys need to change your name. Wag me is so cliche, right? Yeah. You know, e even on the show, I don't know if they showed it, but BitBoy's like, you guys, your name is Wag me. And I, I'm like, would you rather us be called Pamp Token? Remember the whole thing <laughs> he got into with the Tozy? <laughs> that didn't make it on the show. I, I, Dude, I begged. I'm like, give me the clip. Please give me the clip so I can post it. <laughs> I also dunked on him too. We had to, we had to do like an exit interview, and yeah. he, he got all pissed off, right? And I was like, you know, Ben, you know, he's a young guy. He only has like a million subscribers on YouTube. I have three million. Uh, maybe he just hasn't like you know figured it out yet. <laughs> Such a dick. Um, I will get this footage eventually. I will promise you that. Um, <laughs> Anyway, hey, that's just, just... <laughs> see, that's why, man, I, man. See, that's why I like talking to people, man, because you know, you never know these little, like, little things that that that, that goes on, man, and and that's just, they, dude, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was pretty funny. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, because I was gonna send, I want, like, I, because before we started filming the show. All those videos were coming out where Ben tried to sue a Tozy, like, and the dude was like dealing with that in the middle of his wife, like going into labor. I don't know if you if you've seen the videos. Uh uh. Um, a Tozy's a really great YouTuber. He, does, he covers like news and like things that happen, right? And so I just like watched that video and I was so mad and I'm like, I'm gonna root this guy out for being such a douchebag to a Tozy. <laughs> I didn't even know a Tozy. <laughs> We follow each other now on Twitter, though. After that, I was like, dude, I rooted this yeah. guy out for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of you when I was going down and what he did to you. Um, <laughs> anyways, but yeah, so like, you know, it, at Wagby Games in the space, like we're really trying to do things right. We're really trying to do right by our community. Um, you know, we, we've been so blessed to have such a great community. Um, you know, there have been ups and downs. Uh, you know, even our founders pack mint, like people were not happy that we had so many packs for some reason. Yeah. Like we did, like we were going to do 10,000 packs. And even though we did like three medium articles and like six wag me Wednesday, Twitter spaces explaining there's, there's 10,000 packs because we want to mint this over like six months. Yes. People were like 10,000 packs at $300 is a money grab. Like, we're not trying to mint out in a week like every other project. Yeah. And it was a collaboration in partnership with OpenSea. But we didn't get upset. We just said, okay, if this is how the community feels, 
we'll reduce the collection size and we cut the price in half because we want people to know that we are listening, right? Oh, man, even that's if fantastic. they were even if they were misinformed on the information. Yeah. And then <laughs> collection sells out. Uh and now people each pack comes with all 32 cards. Yeah. Right? So it's like $6 a card at 150 bucks, right? Yeah. And then there was there was rare epic and legendaries um in the pack so like you can still level up the cards from rare to epic epic to legendary some packs had all 32 cards as legendaries some had only two so it was like a chance thing kind of like when we were kids yeah. opening up right yep so people said that 300 dollars for the pack was money grab reduced the we reduced the price to 150 and then the the, the collection sells out go to token trove right now one card people are paying 50 to 500 dollars for depending on which character it is like there's a, a couple <laughs> human emperor legendaries that sold for like 600 bucks 700 bucks yeah and we're like so now you're buying one card for triple the price yeah but you know again like that just goes to show how strong the economy is and also it gave us an opportunity as a as a brand to say Hey, even though we think we're right and there's some misinformation, we're still going to, you know, listen to the community and do right by the community because Yeah. In web3, you have this unique opportunity like how many games can you just talk to the founders? How many games yeah. can you DM a founder on Twitter, right? Yeah. And get a response and, and interact. How many founders are in Twitter space? Like, we've done Wag Me Wednesday Twitter spaces every wednesday for two and a half years i haven't missed one so anybody like people are like oh you know wag me ignored me did you go did you join the twitter space yeah. and raise your hand <laughs> i don't remember seeing you yeah. and i repost every wag me wednesday to youtube so it's like like one yeah. guy tried fighting and he's like oh well, you know i asked all these questions on a on a twitter space you guys never responded to me or whatever you lied to me i was like oh yeah which one and i sent him the playlist yeah. <laughs> on YouTube. Like, oh you're just talking shit oh okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 I mean, see that's what i'm talking we were saying earlier you know there's, there's, there's so many trolls nowadays in 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 twitter dude it's just you know try, trying to filter through that sometimes man could just be troublesome but you know it there you go you know when you have a record like that you know what i mean it, it, it's kind of hard to refute the evidence and it, it just those to show, you know, it showed people that that understand what you have and what you built. You know, what I mean, it's like, hey, we got evidence to get to trolls. You know, don't worry about the trolls. You know, if you really got questions, come ask us. You know, and and I, you guys are very very active in, in the uh, in the Discord as well. You know what I mean? From from what I've seen, so you know, it, it's like there, there's a lot of different outlets for people who's claiming that they uh, they're not getting any questions answered. You know what I mean? And and for you to be, you know. The, the the thing with uh uh you know cutting down the supply and cutting the price in half you know what i mean i from a business aspect i would understand why you initially did what you did but you know what i mean in 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 the crypto world you know it's like you know people people can't really don't really have that long term vision they want results now they want their results now well, you know what i mean they've but, been groomed yeah that like, yeah. you literally you like an nft collection the thought process is this needs to mint out immediately. Yeah. And we should have been maybe smarter and have 
thought about that. But we were thinking like, okay, we've like we've made a medium article about it. We've talked about it. People understand. Yes. Our com- like our community understood. It was other people outside of our community that just saw it and were like, what is yeah. this? Like, yeah. NFT collection coming out. Yeah, oh, oh no, that's too many. That's too many. I want you to don't even know, don't even know nothing well, about the company. Nothing. The, the thought process was like, you know, we're gonna blow this thing up to 10,000 players, 50,000 players, a hundred thousand, a million players, right? Yes. So we wanted to make sure that if you didn't, you know, get in early, right? Because you just haven't yeah. heard about us yet, that you still had the opportunity to get a founders pack. So 10,000 packs made sense. Like it's still enough to like, even if there's 50,000 players, you know, probably a small percentage of them would buy a a founder's pack. Right. And have it. Um, But again, like things happen for a reason. And what we're seeing now is actually a lot, a lot more activity on token trove of people trying to create legendaries of the founder's card. So they're buying the, the epics and the rares yeah. So in in reality, what it did is it did us a favor because I'm that I mean we get royalties, but like we don't control the secondary market. Yeah. But you're seeing all this activity. Maybe that activity wouldn't be there if there were still packs available. Ah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. There's, there's there's always two sides of a coin. So yeah, that's yeah. So like you know, okay, great. Yeah, sure. We'll pivot. We'll we'll work with you. You know. Yeah. I'm not saying every suggestion from the community is going to be taken, but yeah. at WAGME, like we really try to be as transparent as we can be. We try to be as accessible as possible. Um, and, you know, we just try to be as, as real as we can because that's yeah. why we all love Web3 so much. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you know, with, with you guys being very flexible and, and, and having the the opportunity to expand even further from where you are, you know, that opens yourself up to more partnerships with, you know, maybe bigger gaming studios and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So, you know, that, that it's great that you guys didn't just kind of just shut yourself off and, and you only do, you know, you only have one direction to go in, you know what I mean? Your doors open and you, you know, there's, there's opportunity for it to, to flourish in, in many different directions. So, you know, big hats off to you guys for, for, having that foresight to to really you know to have that business foresight to to you know allow yourselves to expand you know what i mean so you know it, it's great stuff man the, and the game's awesome the graphics are awesome you know what i'm saying especially for man some of the stuff that you know it's ain't the it's ain't the flappy bird thing that that, that some of these others that came out with you <laughs> this is a legit like a legit operating game man you know what i mean I, i'll just say this if a studio says they're making five games, just run, just just add, just run away. It's like we're we're launching tomorrow. We got we got ten games in the in the in the in the vault. <laughs> if you're launching ten games and they look like Temple Run and Candy Crush and just just reskins of other games, just run. Just yeah. Run like you know and you know it's it's amazing how many you know how many crypto projects i've come across and they've literally reskinned flappy bird like i've seen reskinned flappy birds maybe you know 10 10 to 15 times because they're not interested they're not interested in creating a a a a gaming studio or ip that'll last forever they're just interested in taking advantage of the upcoming bull they're gonna make their money and then they're out 
Yeah, taking advantage of the ignorant is what. Not yeah. saying people are stupid, but you know, being well, ignorant everybody, means a lack of knowledge. So, it's, everybody it's, wants to make money. Like the economy sucks. People are trying to figure out a way to pay their bills and pay off their debt. And yeah, you're dangling this carrot that you know. At the end of the day, if you get in early and sell before everybody else, you will make money. Yeah. Right. So, and that's why that's why these things exist. Or nowadays, if if you sell before the dev, <laughs> yeah. what did Henock say? Henock's like, it's easy. Just buy low and sell high. <laughs> Remember that video? It's funny as hell. Making money in crypto is easy. Just buy low and sell high. Yeah. What's wrong, yeah. What's wrong with you, <laughs> idiot? <laughs> well, we see where that wallet is right now. No. Oh, my God, bro. You know what's funny? If he would have listened to me and put money in WAGME back in the day when our market cap was $1.7 yeah, he would be at like 4 or $5 million right now. Easy. Because he was throwing around, he was throwing around like a hundred grand here, hundred grand there. It was crazy. I was it like, was, bro, I was like, some of the stuff he was buying. I'm like, are are you are you 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 really see this lasting? You really see this lasting the next two three years? I mean, I, I tried. <laughs> I like Hanok. He's a nice guy. I tried. I was like, dude, fifty grand, a hundred grand, sit on it. Like I'm telling you, he would. Yeah. He would I wonder, actually, I wonder how much money he would have. I was like. Maybe I try to get him in like at four million dollar market cap. When we're now at, let's see, as of today, fifty four million. So let's just do a calculation. Go to my big number calculator. Big number calculator. So we'll do fifty four divided by four is thirteen point five. Yeah, I said thirteen, one point three million, right? Yeah. If you put a hundred grand in, wow! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah one point three mil. If you listen to me, um, I don't wow. know. Wow! Some people just didn't take wag me seriously. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was saying. So, like in the beginning, people were like, "Change your name." Like wag me is that? That's that went off on the tangent because I brought up Ben. Um, change yeah. your name. Change wag me. And we're like, no, like wag me is cool. We're all going to make it. And like, even some, even some VCs, when we were doing our raise, they're like, oh, your name, whatever. And we're like, dude, no, now. Yeah, well, that's because there was a lot, there was a especially around about that time, you know, when the, when, when the name was super, super popular, there were so many projects launching and, 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 and having that name associated with it. So, you know, I, I can understand where it kind of got a, uh, a, uh, you know, a bad taste in people's mouths, you know, because there was a lot of people manip using that as a manipulation tool. That's like, you know, with, you know, uh, back when we was trying to do the whole unified DeFi movement, you know, it was it, there was so many projects outside of of the initial group that were using that and scamming people. So it kind of oh, yeah. it kind of it kind of killed the name, you know, it killed the movement. You know what I mean? And it's just now, though, people are seeing our attraction and but now yeah. they're thinking shit maybe we really are all gonna make it yeah yeah absolutely and even even in our game and our story you know it's when you see the anime you know and the aliens and the humans are fighting like that's the you know the call like we're all gonna yeah. make it like band yeah. together we're all gonna make it that is dope 
you just got to own it, man. If you really believe, if you really believe in what you're doing, just own it because you're always yeah. dumb and you're always, your ideas are always stupid until they're not. Bam. Literally. Like when I started YouTube, I was stupid. Like no one's going to watch your videos. Why would I watch your videos when I could just buy a men's health magazine? Like literally people shit on me. Like your videos are stupid. Why would I watch your, you're a nobody. There's people That's out there crazy, bigger than man. you, stronger than you, more ripped than you. Why are we going to watch your videos? I'm like, I don't wow. know, but they, but they are, they're going to watch and just kept doing my thing. Yeah, man. Yeah. And even for myself, man, I've, I've come across situations where, you know, because, you know, I'm a people person, you know, and, and even from when I first reached out to you, you you're, you're one of my solid ones because it's like there was no judgment. There was no, oh, what, uh, uh, who are you like, like, uh, you know, oh, you ain't got enough subscribers for me to talk. To. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that, that whole thing, you know, and, and I've come across that uh, pretty well. Now, I wouldn't say pretty often, but I, I can. I would say about six times where I've reached out to somebody and they were like, just send oh, them man, like you, a D and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, are you serious, man? Is, I mean, is it really that, you know, you know, that, that type of thing, you know, so that that's why man, when, when, you know, the people that, that I come across, especially, you know, with the, the popularity you guys got and stuff like that. Like I aspire to that. Like I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here dreaming. I'm like, man, it, what, what, it's going to, it's going to be awesome when I hit that, you know, cause I do, I, I expect it one day. One day it's going to happen for me, but you know, it's for, but I still have that dream. You know, I look up to you guys and especially the guys that are, you know, that are very, very humble about it. And like you said, that respond to their, to their viewers, you know what I'm saying? Cause I started out a viewer. I, hey, I, I watched your video and that's how I found you initially was through your crypto videos. You know, I didn't find out about your fitness stuff until I think it was like a year later. Matter of fact, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> You're like, oh, but, time to do some sit-ups. Fucking yeah, that was like how to, okay. how to sit up. Oh shit. <laughs> I know this, I know this guy. <laughs> I'm serious, man. I and and like look, the, the, the way you speak and, and, and through your videos and stuff like that, it is it is very inspiring. You know what I'm saying? And you know, I've I've taken some of that, like I kind of fell off towards the end of the last year because it was just like it was man, Thanksgiving and Christmas came up, man. It was just I, I fell off the wagon, but I'm back on it. I'm back on it, baby. I, I, I from from uh, January first. I'm already I'm already down almost twenty pounds, baby. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Hey, you, whoa, getting there. Like the but, air, yeah, man. Man. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, man. You're you're definitely your uh, videos are definitely one of the um, one of you know some of my top videos that I, I watch on the regular. Some of them I just do repeats because I kind of miss some things, or, you know, while I'm watching it, or you know, I, I get halfway through and then I get distracted and because i got adhd so i'm just like all over the place sometimes but you know having that you know having that and just the the, the person that you are man is, is just you're a phenomenal guy man i just just hats off to you for just being who you are man especially you know with the fame that you got and and what you've been through man and it's dude it is it is it's nice to to like say just to talk to somebody that that is still grounded man and and a people person i appreciate that you know I, my parents did a really good job of help me be social and my dad always you know treat people with respect be helpful and um even when i was on the real world he would call me randomly and just be like everybody sits the shit <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> you know not that not, is that dope. He, <laughs> not that he ever thought that i was you know getting egotistical egotistic or anything but like my dad has a very dry sense of humor so like you know 
he's just like, I'm proud of you, but but just remember, everybody sits the shit. <laughs> that is awesome. That's awesome. See, I've, I've never used that. Now, mine's always, hey, we put on the pants, or we put our pants on the same way. You know what yeah, I'm saying? So, <laughs> no, no. yeah, unless you, know, you put them on backwards, and I, I don't, I don't no, know. No, no, no. You, you ever see the SNL skit with um, cow, the cowbell? I want more cowbell. Yeah, yeah. Christopher, Christopher uh, what's Chris, his name? You like? Or walking. Hey, Christopher Walken. We all put our pants on one leg at a time, except when <laughs> I do it, I make gold records. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome, though, man. That is awesome. Well, look, man. Hey, I really appreciate your time, man. This has been a, a very, very awesome, man. This is one of my best podcasts, man. This is, you know, I I, I enjoy a good conversation, man, and I um, especially getting to know the people behind, you know, especially some of the ones I've been watching for a very, very long time, you know, just really getting, getting to know, you know, wh where you came from and, and how you became the person that you are, man. And it's just, it's, it's, it's aspiring, man, to, to, to listen to you speak. And, and, and like I say, just, just, you know, being the humble type person you are, man, it's, it's, it's amazing to, to, to know you. Thanks, man. I really appreciate those kind words. You know, I know I like to talk some, I like to talk a little smack and, yeah. you know, not be politically correct, but, that just makes me who I am. Hey, that's what it is, man. Like I said, we got too many fakers and jokers in the, in, in, in the world, man. It's, it's, we, it's, you got to be real. So what, you know oh, what one thing I wanted to say, because um, like my wife is a, uh, I'm a dreamer. My wife's a realist, I guess. is the, my, my wife is a chemical engineer, right? She's uh -huh. like, that's how her brain works. And we were talking about like doing new things. I know there's a chance for failure. Like when I, even when I was building my YouTube channel, I knew it could fail. I just decided to like tuck that in the corner and not give a shit yeah. and not pay attention to it. And that's how you have to be when you're building a business, especially if, you know, if it's hard or if it's new um, or if people are doubting you, right? You have like, listen, I know this could fail tomorrow, but I'm not going to let it. And I'm going to focus yeah. on where I want to be so it's not like when you're a dreamer or a creator, it's not like you don't know what can go wrong. You just choose to ignore it. Right? Yeah. And when I first started crypto, I said to my wife one day, I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to fucking be a crypto millionaire. Shit is crazy. It's during a bull market, right? Yeah. She's like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> sure about that? What's that meme? That meme? You're sure about that? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to tear this shit up. <laughs> you know, and we've been we've been together 15 13 years. Like so she knows like she has she's seen the things that I've done with my fitness business like Yeah. I'm just a, I'm just a kid from a small town outside of Boston. You know, and I'm I'm the head trainer for Lionsgate doing movie productions. Like how does that happen, right? Yeah. Cuz you just don't stop. You just grind and you grind and you grind. That's it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what that's why I still continue to do what I do. Cause I have fun with this, man. I get to talk to some amazing people and I get to get on here and people get to hear me run my mouth for a little while. You know. <laughs> 
So it's an amazing thing, man. Hey, uh, you know, I really appreciate the words, man. I really appreciate, you know, uh, uh, giving out some of that knowledge and, and everything, you know, to all content creators out there. You know, it's it, it's a grind. And, you know, it, it, if this is really something you really want to do, just just stick with it. You know what I mean? And, and it's it's not all about the followers. You know, the, you know, you could have a million followers. But, you know, if if, if you, you don't have, have a million anyone... followers, if you're a dick. Yeah, if you're a dick. <laughs> Like you, you can be, you can be the smartest guy in the room, but if you're an asshole, no one's going to want to have a drink with you. Exactly. Exactly. And, and I'm, I'm looking for, Hey, I'm telling you what, Hey, I'm going to end up with one of these, uh, one of these events with you, man. And, uh, I'm looking forward to that, to that match. I ain't forgot you. You're not going to see me. You're just going to be like <laughs> on the ground wrapped up in a, in a, in a cross face cradle and have my, I'm going to have my knee digging into your ribs. <laughs> And you're like, what? What the hell just happened? And then you'll remember, oh, I told Scott I'd wrestle him. And now, yeah, yeah, I'm like, oh, what the hell? I'll be like, it's fine. It's fine. He said I could do this. It's fine. <laughs> go, to his, go to his Twitter page. It's there. It's, it's video. Yeah. I got permission. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but hey, that's awesome, man. Uh, well, I, real quick, I want to go through some of these comments. Got no, uh, I, I missed a whole bunch of them. Uh, real tr Jesse T, man, in the building. Hey, what's up, man? It's good to see you, Silent Bob. Uh, happy to see you, man. Happy to see you. Hey, from the real platform, let's go, Canadian baby. Silent Bob, yeah. Uh, the Twitch real. All right, I'm gonna have to fix that because I, I actually I changed my name on, on Twitch, and I think that's why the hiccup is, is there. I, yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's still me. I'm still the same person. That's that's still me. I just changed the name. Let's see the link. Yeah, yeah, it, it's wrong. It's it's the same thing. Uh, you the reason why I'm now six three two twenty. I look like Captain America. Crazy to see you in the same space as me now. So that is awesome, Kyle McDougal from Rio, baby. That's what I'm talking about, man. Hell hey, he's yeah, an awesome Kyle. guy. How it's, that makes me happy, man. That's why that's why I do what I do. Absolutely. See crippled space full of space snakes and yep they think sound yep exactly exactly they don't they don't know the struggle man of, of actually you know getting in this space and, and staying in it and staying having a good keeping a good name in this space you know and a lot of people fall victim to uh to to the greed and you know it's just we we see what happened with that you know that happens on a regular basis man uh need to bring in more people who are successful outside the crypto space treat your project like a traditional business absolutely absolutely Kyle's on point. I like Kyle. Kyle's Kyle, on it. Kyle's a good guy. Hey, CEO Nobility, Nobility Token. On uh, <laughs> this is the their uh their platform is uh Rio, Rio.stream. Let's see, biggest scammer. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 he was when you was talking about BitBoy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they they wanted me to fight him. I said no. They wanted me to fight him in that oh yeah <laughs> combat. It's like they oh. were so uh, talking about uh 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 um uh, uh influencer fights and stuff like that. So I'm uh, uh my next uh podcast uh my next uh, uh guest on this podcast is Overt Flow. So is he doing the karate combat with Cryptos R Us? No, he's with a uh, uh, Happy Punch. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they were gonna the pay me market. a lot of money to fight him, and I was like, I was like, why do I want to fight a guy who's my age, looks like my dad, and couldn't even build muscle taking steroids, like? <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm all set. 
<laughs> oh, oh Miss Fan in bed. Oh, hey, how you doing, Miss Fan? I remember Fan. Yeah, she's she's awesome. I, I always get, so I always pick at her because uh uh, uh when um uh when uh when their token first launched, I uh I hopped in. I was like, "Hey, you know, I'm worldwide crypto, and you know this and that." She was like, "Get out of here, scammer!" You know, <laughs> I was like, "What?" And uh, uh, uh one what? of my, one of my, yeah, one of my buddies came in. He was like, "No, no, no, he's cool. He's cool. He's 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 legit." So yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my first experience with fans. She kicked me out of a telegram. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was so cool to see a different side of Scott. Keep crushing it, man. Absolutely, bro. Absolutely, man. It, it's it, that that was the whole reason behind this, man, is to to really get to to know the guy, you know. And and man, you got some amazing. Hey, we're gonna have to do a special segment called uh uh Scott's Scott's uh uh real world adventures. <laughs> man, hey, we're gonna do it like I like have- the. the Dave Chappelle, Charlie Murphy thing where he just, you know, just, yeah. it's, it's just a small segment where you tell just one story per, per segment. Oh, uh, dude, Charlie, <laughs> I was so sad when Charlie Murphy passed away because I love, yes. I love his shit so much on, on Chappelle's show. I have the, I have the Chappelle show here. Watch. Yeah, I got all this. This is my, over here is my closet of DVDs. Let's see. Where is it? Yeah, I don't mess around, baby. Look at that, Chappelle. Yeah. <laughs> By the whole collection, he got the rights back to this. I think last year, actually. Did he? I did not know that. Yeah, he he talks about it. I think because he talked about it on his uh, because basically he was up and coming, and yeah, they gave him a contract, and it was a shitty contract, and they took advantage of him. Yeah um and then they put so they put the show on netflix and as you guys know netflix loves dave Chappelle, and dave Chappelle was just like you know the you know they they kind of screwed me over they won't give me back the rights i'd appreciate it if you took Chappelle's show off netflix and they did so netflix Mm -hmm. took it down and then the network obviously wants the show there to make money yeah then they negotiated a deal and he got his rights back to his show is that cool? Oh, okay. Yes. I, and how many I, years later? My... You know, this is twenty. What twenty fourteen? Yeah. Ten years later, dude. Not eight to eight to nine years later. So. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing, though. He's been through some shit, man. It's interesting. <laughs> I would love to have a chat with Dave Chappelle, just just to hear his stories. He's yeah. Like, oh, very brilliant individual, man. Just to, have to uh, I've stunt, just to hear him speak. You know, aside from his comedy skits, you know, just to to hear him speak and 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 how eloquent he speaks, man. It's just you know, he's just a amazing guy to listen to. Yeah, he, he's super smart. He's funny, dude. He's like his last special. He's or maybe the one before. He's like he lives in he lives in Ohio, right? Yeah, yeah. And he's talking about how he's at this bar. And he's like, you know, you're in a poor town or whatever. He's like. I'm going to buy you a round of drinks for everybody. And the, the bartender goes, uh, Mr. Chappelle, that, you know, that's going to be $60, right? Are you sure? <laughs> Dude, he's so funny. He's so funny. Like, I think we're going to be okay. Yeah. He was talking about, I was wondering, he was talking about everybody walking around in flip-flops and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I like when he, you know, when all the, the robberies and shit were going on and he, yeah. goes, he goes to the shop and he's like, 
I need a I need a gun. And he's the guy's explaining to him buckshot versus um what's it what's it buckshot and birdshot? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, birdshot won't kill a man, but which one do you want? And he goes, and then he starts shaking the bo- the box of the buckshot. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he tells the joke way better. Yeah. So funny. He's like, do you have any um shoot a crackhead shot? Yeah. <laughs> Shoot a crackhead, try to break into my house shot. That's what I need. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so oh, funny. but yeah, definitely. We're going to have to get that lined up, man. It's Scott, Scott's Real World Adventures. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some fun. Absolutely, bro. But hey, man, look, I know you're a busy guy. I appreciate your time, man. This was a very, very... Uh, <laughs> it was a very uh, fantastic conversation man and uh yeah we're gonna have to definitely uh catch up later on especially you know after uh after these big announcements come out what you said next month that what we're gonna like be doing announcements like all the way into global launch so you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of Um, a lot of things start to roll out we've been working on um we're really excited we're really excited okay yeah all right we're gonna have to you yeah, <laughs> I have to go from Crossface Cradle to Neck Snap. <laughs> but yeah, hey, look, look, we, we definitely we, we're gonna have to definitely uh, link up sometime and do a uh, do a, 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 a wag me specific. Well, the first so podcast can... is free. You're gonna have to pay. Oh yeah, for the second <laughs> podcast because your channel's so small. Yeah. <laughs> hey man i hope all those other i hope all those other devs that dogged on you are gonna see you doing your doing podcasts with us and having so much fun that they're gonna feel like shit oh 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 definitely hey you should send them the link be like you guys are nothing compared to wag me and these guys came on Hey, hey well, matter of fact, there was uh there was one uh uh a project uh, I'm I'm not gonna call them out, you know you what I mean? Because fun. I should, I should, but I should. <laughs> Actually, you know what? No, it wasn't even a project, it was a person. Do it. it. Person, it was a person, and and I've, I wonder I've if men- it's somebody who I've called out. And I I've, I've mentioned this before, so Mr. Austin Hilton reached out to me and say hey hey would you uh would you like to to do an ama because you know of links and stuff like that and uh and i'm like i'm like nah bro (laughs) (laughs) it's just for me to just be like you know for him to reach out to me and for me to be able to say no you know i'm i'm fine i'm okay you know what i'm saying did he want to get paid yeah oh yeah yeah now you you interested in paid promotion what no dude No, Austin's a nice guy, um, but he just reads the website. Yeah, yeah, but you know he he kind of he kind of uh, because I I I reached out to him because he was one of the guys I, when I started out crypto that I he was one of my my big you know the big you know I think it was like eight eight people that I watched on a regular, you know what I'm saying? And you know once I got the channel going and everything, and I was around for a little bit, and I reached out to him, and he's like he's like no, nah, I'm good. I'm like oh. oh. Okay, you know, that's fine. Well, here's the thing, like, um, like I have Telegram groups would re- reach out to me all the time. Like, we can, we have a big, um, 
Philippine, you know, community or Turkish community, we can pump your token or whatever, whatever. Right. Yeah. I always respond. Great. Then you should probably buy it and then go fucking do that. <laughs> and make money. <laughs> like you're telling me you can pump my token. Shit. Put in a few grand and go do it. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't that make sense? Yeah, it's like absolutely. When these shill groups reach out and they're like, we can do this to your token. I'm like, shouldn't you just fucking do it then and just make the money? Like, why do I have to get involved? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I'd rather just wake up one day and see all these fucking buys and sells happening versus you reaching out, you know, whoa, it's going to cost you $300. I'm like, yeah. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Like, but yeah, hey, but I will say one of my one of my proudest moments was um I, I would say, well, I, I wouldn't say proudest, but one of my one real big uplifting moment for me was um I had this content creator reach out to me. He was like, Hey man, um uh I see I see you're doing you know this and that and everything. He's like, I'm I'm getting ready to start, you know, uh uh you know, doing some content. Um, you know, how how and he's like, How did how did you get to where you are? And I'm like, Man, I ain't nowhere, you know what I mean? But Put your I was actually, I was, yeah. And I was, I was actually his first subscriber. You know what I mean? I'm like, dude, you know, you didn't just hear like, what I said. That's no. fine. That made it funny. Cause you just said, yeah, <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> you said, what how did I say? get where I am? I said, he just, you just put your number on a lot of bathroom stalls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or you know, or, or or leaving a lot of messages that on unread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it man, it's just it's just one of those things. You just continue to reach out to people, man. And when people are dicks, you know, I just I don't reach out anymore. You, you gotta be the door to door. You have to be the door to door salesman. Like yeah. you have, like, and eventually people start to know who you are. Like I was, I mean, I had a name coming into Web three, but still like all these spaces and, and, and things I was joining people didn't, maybe they didn't make the connection or they didn't know yeah. you just got to show up, show up, show up, show up, show up, show up. Then all of a sudden, like people who were once asking you to pay to be on a space or join a group are now inviting you. Yeah. Because they know you. That's just how it works. Yep. Like we literally live in a world of, uh, of communication and networking. So and and I I love that hey I and that's how that, that's how I got linked up with playing ACL you know what I'm mean? saying they 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 saw what I was doing they saw that I was just you know just being a you know a good honest person and and boom next thing you know I got I got I landed an opportunity you know so it's just it's it's just one of those things that you know uh, like like you said you know you you, you can't kind of can't be bought you know what I mean you can just kind of just be real be real and you know things things will happen for you. You know what oh. I mean? All that, all that fake stuff is just, you know, it, it, it may last for a moment, but you, you're going to get exposed eventually. 100%, you know? man. You're doing great. Um, my dog is giving me that. I got to go take a poop outside. Look. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I took him for a walk before, before this, he didn't poop. And now he's looking <laughs> at me. I'm like, homie, has, homie's like, it's time. I got the poop face. It is time. <laughs> well, hey, well, like I say once again, man, I really appreciate your time, man. Thank you for coming on and giving us some more insight to who is Scott Herman. 
and yeah, so uh, you know, thanks for everybody to stop by to check this out, man. If you ain't already following this man, definitely need to follow him on socials. If you're not following Wag Me, definitely. Uh, if especially if you're into crypto or NFTs and stuff like that, you definitely need to uh follow them and and keep up with the updates. And if if it's something that's right for you, hey, there you go. You know, it's not financial advice, but it's not financial advice, but it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but definitely check it out. And uh, always, if you haven't already followed me, please shoot me a follow, like, subscribe. It, it uh, uh, helps with all the analytics and all that jazz. And, uh, yeah, we will see you next time. So Wednesday, I have uh, Real Wednesdays. And then uh, Thursday, I have my next podcast with uh, uh, my next guest, who is uh, Overt Flow. So, yeah, definitely continue to check this out. We're going to catch up with Scott later. and. Uh, We'll see y'all on the flip side. Bye, everyone. Even when you feel low, you can still go. Even when you feel slow, you can still go. Even when there's no hope, you can still go. I never answered a no, man, I still go. Go, 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 go. Hustle out, hustle every single day. I'll be making moves till I'm buried in my grave. To the system, I don't wanna be a slave. I've got a monster inside of me. You better watch out if you're enemies. A road ahead of full prophecy to be the greatest beast the world has ever seen. I feed him every day.